Dear White People. Hey y'all, welcome back to the Black Lotus Podcast. You already know it's your girl Tay here. And first, I just want to say happy Black History Month, y'all. But see, it's not even just the month that we're Black. We're Black every single fucking day of the year until we die. We born Black, we die Black. It's not an option here. As you can tell by the title, this episode is called Dear White People. So I just wanted to start off the month with something right because this whole month, episodes will be dedicated to black people. I mean, everything I dedicate to is black people, but I'm talking about like history specifically, you know, topics that, you know, we be thinking about, but we don't really get to say it openly. And honestly, I feel like some of the things I'd be saying every single day, I wish more black people had that mentality. But that's why I'm here to kind of share that with y'all and see where y'all hit is at. So this episode, I will be talking about some of the stories that I have, you know, dealt with with white people, um, things that they really need to stop the little microaggressions, that's not cute, and so on and so on. But I hope everyone's doing really well. I quick want to just say let's give a thanks to our ancestors because they built this whole goddamn country. They built this whole goddamn world. If you want to be technical, everything that happened in this world, our ancestors done did it. So we really need to give praise to them. And if you're not already praising them on a daily, I hope and damn sure y'all are doing it this month because come on now, root for your ancestors, don't forget. But let's get into this episode. So let me tell y'all about this story that actually occurred recently, it occurred like last week while I was at work. Now, for those that may not know, I work at Aldi, but your girl's quitting in two weeks. But <laughs> I was on cash register and I'm ringing up some white lady and her husband's groceries. Now they were an older couple. Now, sometimes older, like the ones that's on their deathbed, they tend to be a little bit nicer than, you know, your modern day Karen. Don't know why that is, but maybe it's because they're really on their deathbed. So what they got to lose? I'm over here asking like the basic questions like cash or card. Do you need any bags? And like, she's like, no. And she's like staring deep into my soul, y'all. Like, I'm like, all right, like. I have a problem. I don't really look people in their face when I'm on cash register. I just really don't care that much. To look at your face, it's your groceries. I'm paying attention to your groceries more than I'm paying attention to you. So she stops what she's saying and like she's staring at me and she grabs my arm and she's like, oh my God, like you're just so beautiful. Your skin complexion. Are you Indian? <laughs> Y'all. I looked this white lady in her face. I said, no, ma'am, I'm black, straight black. No, no mixed breed, none of that. I'm black as hell. So, you know, she was like, you know, your skin, like you're just so beautiful. Oh my God. And then, you know, I'm over here like, thank you because like, I'm going to take the compliment and run, you know, but this is where she had me so, so messed up. She goes on to say, you look so exotic. Y'all, I start having flashbacks like I was at a slave auction because since when was I exotic looking? I mean, I just feel like I just look black. But I mean, I guess you will look exotic to someone that aged like cottage cheese. So I mean, it was the microaggressions. Like, why do I have to be any other race to look beautiful, to have radiant skin, to be exotic looking? I don't even like the fact that she used exotic because it just really sounds like you're raffling me up to be 
someone's slave. Like, I don't know. I'm so exotic that I don't know. It was just so weird. So after that, I was just like, okay, like, thank you. Just get out of my line. But there will always be other times people will compliment my skin and assume that I was anything else than what I really was. Like, I don't know where y'all are from, but my people have wonderful skin. You know, the cocoa butter, the baby oil, the Vaseline, very much moisturized. I don't know why y'all would assume that I'm anything else than black. That baffled me. So dear white people, please stop complimenting our skin and then following it up with assumptions of another race. That's not what we're going to do here because that will get you knocked out. And luckily I was at work and I couldn't really do anything when she called me exotic. I don't really like that word. She should have chose a different thing or just shut her goddamn. Anyway, next, next story time. Because like I said, the list goes on and on and on. Like I remember I was in high school. Like let's take it back to high school. I was in high school and being as though I was in like advanced classes and CAS classes, I got put in classes where majority of the people were white. And you know, that wasn't no shock. That was absolutely no shock. And I'm not gonna lie, I love my people, but I did prefer to be with the whites in class because I mean, I did learn more. And at the end of the day, the work got done and I barely put in my two cents because white people should be doing my work anyway. That's how I feel about about it but anyway carry on so being as though the black community in these AP classes weren't that big they took us on like a field trip and like kind of like something called a symposium and when we got back to school my best friend at the time like we came in and they were like just watching a movie which was slight work whatever so one of the guys that was sitting next to us he was like yeah so like what did y'all do at the symposium and I'm like I mean like literally nothing and then he was like what did y'all eat and he goes to follow up that question with watermelon fried chicken and kool-aid little jewish boy like y'all when he said that <laughs> i seen red because first of all i'm appalled that you automatically just think i like watermelon because i'm black you know it had me at watermelon for those that know me y'all know i don't mess with watermelon so for this white man to sit here and put me in a category with a watermelon eater because you assume that's what black people eat. We need to fight. Talk to me outside for real. And then when you thought it couldn't get worse, it gets worse. He goes to say, did y'all steal some bikes? What are you talking about? Y'all, I'm getting angry just sitting here talking about it because I should have rocked his shit. So I'm over here like, yeah, we got to report you to somebody because if I don't report you to somebody, best believe I'm going to strangle the shit out of you. And I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. So I'm over here having a talk with one of my favorite teachers because that's where the incident had occurred. It occurred in her class. So I'm over here talking to her and I'm like, yeah, like, I don't like the way he was talking to me. And she brings it up to like the assistant principal and I know he was not going to do anything. So for those that do go to Dice and Mr. Sinafani is still there, tell him that Dontasia Hill said he can really kiss ass because I don't like him and you're a weirdo and you're just as part as the racist community at that school. Dr. McCoy, don't let me even get started on you but he didn't do anything he didn't do anything long story short and he basically used the freedom of speech bullshit even though their student code of conduct really says something else but you know i'm not even about to sit here and get into that you see the stuff that white people do and y'all wonder why i am the way i am towards them y'all let them invade our black spaces first of all let's talk about that you know and i'm specifically talking about those ones that have 
interracial marriages or, you know, relationships. It don't even have to be a marriage, but it goes deeper when it's in marriage. When you're in an interracial relationship, I noticed that the white people always want to colonize the black cultures and the person that is black in that relationship literally be letting it slide. And I'm not even talking about black women with white men. I'm specifically targeting black men with white women. You're the weakest links and y'all really next to white people. So I should have this be dear white people and dear black men. But see, I love my black men. The ones that really cherish the black queens, I love y'all. So don't ever think I'm targeting y'all when I'm talking about black men. <laughs> but no, in all seriousness, let's talk about how they really just letting them openly invade our space, our culture, and then make mockery out of it. It's, uh-uh. I don't let that slide. And that's why for me specifically, it's going to be black love only for me. Like, I just, I can't. I'm not about to sit here and deal with the racism that goes along with interracial marriages, couples, none of that. Because the person nine times out of 10, 10 times out of 10 is racist. No matter how much you say you're not racist, because you're white, you will always be racist. You will always be racist subconsciously, especially subconsciously. You may not consciously be racist, but subconsciously you are racist. And that's just how society works. And I don't have time to put up with people's family because you might not be racist per se, but your family tells a whole different side. Why do you have little black children sculptures on plantations in your home? Why do you have these little decors? Why do you have a black man eating a watermelon outside? Like, I don't understand how y'all could be with people that be openly disgusted of your race, but you know, like I said, this is about white people and not the other side. Let's get back on track. White people, I'm gonna need y'all to stop thinking that because you're complimenting someone's hair, whether you don't like it, it makes it better. Just don't say nothing at all. It actually makes it worse. Like, I don't know. I feel like every time I have a different hairstyle that represents something more culturally in our culture, um, black people, when I'm talking about afros, curls, all that, I tend to get more of a, oh, I really like your hair, Tay. But like, it's like, yeah, you like it, thank you. But it's like the microaggressions. Y'all, I was at work and I was talking to Cheese or whatever. And tell me why this white guy, he's like, excuse me, sir. Oh, y'all, let me tell you the hairstyle I had. I had my locks in, my locks, my long locks. I looked at him, like he had 10 hits. And I said, correct yourself. And he like stared at me. He was like, oh, like, I'm sorry, ma'am. At that point, I looked at my coworker and I was like, do I look like a man? Because last time I checked, I didn't. His excuse was his black coworker that's a male has that same exact hairstyle as me. Let me remind y'all of the hairstyle I had. It was locks, okay? Not dreads, locks, okay? You know, white people have dreads. We have locks. I had my locks in. I was baffled. You know how that one TikTok sound is like the woman was too stunned to speak? Yeah, that was literally me because I was too stunned to speak. White people, just stop making references to the hair, okay? If you don't have nothing clearly thought out before you say it, just don't enact on it because nine times out of 10, someone's gonna rock your shit and it's gonna be me. So like I said, they always be wanting to trap me when I'm at work, but best believe on my last day, anyone can get it. It's up and it's stuck for real, so you know. <laughs>
I'm playing too much on this episode. But no, I just feel like white people, I can never see them as an ally, no matter how you want to look at it. Until they really want to sacrifice their own blood on a written contract written by me in their own blood, you know, it's not gonna work. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry. Because in a perfect society, the white people would be slaves and my people would be the superiors. I mean, let's talk about it. Like, my people, you don't even get to learn their history because y'all wanna whitewash it down and shove slavery down our throats. It wasn't all just slavery. And then when we do bring up slavery, you're just like, oh, it happened 400 years ago. Forget about it. How can I forget about it when you're shoving it down our throats and you're still acting like we're goddamn slaves? So until my people actually get the shit that they deserve, y'all will keep getting backlash by me. I don't accept white privilege here. And I like to humble white people. Y'all go around acting like y'all are so privileged and y'all have rights to it. Because guess what? Y'all are always going to be protected by every single thing in this goddamn world. And that's the problem because your actions will never be just. We still have thousands of cases that we're still trying to get justice for. We're still trying to get justice for Breonna Taylor. So it's crazy how we still have to fight. Even after 400 years, we still have to fight and we will keep fighting. I will keep fighting. I just want to sit here and say I will not be dimming down my blackness just to make your whiteness feel more comfortable. I will not be doing that. I'm openly proud with my blackness and that's something that I did not realize before because believe it or not y'all in elementary school I had majority white friends and I'm not going to cap. I still talk to those people today but when it came down to middle school it was a big change because I did come around more black people and I was still whitewashed as hell and I didn't like it. So now that I'm more openly with my blackness, everything I do is for black people. Everything I represent is for black people. Everything I represent, it's because I am black. So yeah, dear white people, I really don't give a fuck about how you feel about me, how you feel about black people. You know, at the end of the day, we will still be representing. I will still be representing. And I feel like that's all it takes. It's just black unity and they don't want that. I want that. I want black unity. We were doing fine in our villages before they actually got us. Last thoughts, dear white people. I just want you to stop breathing for seven to eight minutes. And I want you to feel how George Floyd felt when he couldn't breathe. And he was telling that white supremacist, that white cop that he couldn't breathe before he was actually pronounced dead. So with that being said, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and I will see y'all next Tuesday. Bye. Take care. Thank you.